Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 2 is brought to you by, you guessed it, the 45th anniversary limited edition DVD of Jaws, which we will be giving away to several lucky listeners. Legendary filmmaker Steven Spielberg's cinematic masterpiece comes to 4K Ultra HD for the first time ever with a DVD box set that includes a Blu-ray and digital code of the film to go along with a 44-page booklet, introduction, rare photos, storyboards, as well as deleted scenes, outtakes from the set, and inside the making of the film, and much more. Right now, we'll be giving away several copies to our listeners. In order to be eligible for the sweepstakes, you'll need to do one or more of the following. Either you can leave us a five-star rating on iTunes and send us a screenshot to tdbackrow at gmail.com, or give us a follow on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, and send us a DM or message to let us know. Bite your teeth into the 45th anniversary DVD of Jaws today. Jaws! Now on to the show. Hello and welcome to Hold My Popcorn. I'm Muggle Max Healy in Nashville and over in Boston we have Tim Begin still trapped in his cupboard apartment. How you doing Timmy? Uh, doing uh, doing fantastic Max. Uh, there's a protest going on outside my apartment right now. Um, <laughs> that's good and uh, you know just trying to not get uh, murdered. Cool. <laughs> We're doing well. Great. So, Tim, eight weeks ago, you uh, when we started this series, you were on the keto diet and you lost 15 pounds. And I know since then, you're no longer on the keto diet. So how many pounds have you put back on? I, I have no idea, and I'm not going to find out. <laughs> uh, as far as you I'm lost, concerned. You lost 15 pounds, and that's where the number ends. Yeah. I lost 15 pounds, so <laughs> I weigh whatever it was before that, minus 15 <laughs> And that's the number I'm going to save for the rest of my life. Well, when the cops are looking for you, they're going to be asking, what was his last known weight and address? Yeah. So it makes sense. Yeah. Honestly, I can tell you that I had a fried oyster plate today for lunch. <laughs> and I had ice cream for for dinner. So doing well on the keto. <laughs> All right, and flying high on his firebolt, making a rain body fluids all over Sacktown, California, is John Anoshak. How are you, John? Well, they're going to be calling me in on the National Guard doing more throwing liquids off of shit because we did the uh, good old California fire drill last night and packed a couple bags because a town that's 15 minutes down the street got done evacuated due to some fire. Ooh. What? So nice. we got drama. It's great. I'm good. Where, We're when fine is now, this state never on fire? Uh, I don't know. I don't really it, understand. It's working towards um, never. Yeah. Okay. It'll, it'll stop you on fire once a big quake happens and it just breaks into the sea. Yeah. Yeah. That's when the fires will go down. And it's still a joke from Ron Williams and then Utah becomes wine country. Yep. It's going to be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> and over in Cape Cod, we have Magic Mike Preble, who I think is safe to say watched this movie. How are you, sir? Hey, Max. Um, yeah, I really don't need to say anything else. I <laughs> I did exactly what you said, and um, uh, in communication, I suppose. Good. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what else. That's, that's a, what a what a film. What a film. What a film. Nailed it. <laughs> and in Portland, Maine, we have old squealing hogtied, squealing Squibby, the Squibbinator, Squibby Bill Dooley himself. Old Wait. Squibby Bill. How you doing, Wait. you squib fuck? <laughs> 
I'm doing so well, Max. I've been spending all weekend sweep sweeping up rubble from the rioters, uh, just just pushing my broom against giant piles of rock, just like Filch from this movie. <laughs> Were there really rioters on your street, Bill? <laughs> no, Tim. This is Maine. Of hey, course not. Yeah. Well, I was gonna say, you know, black bears live manner. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not touching that. Nope. Yeah, don't touch that one. <laughs> All right. Well, we finally reached the yellow brick road in our Harry Potter movie marathon that started eight weeks ago as we watched 2011's Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part Two. One book, two movies, and it felt like it. Yeah, shortest oh, movie in the series second. too. Really? Yeah. What was? The, what did this one clock in at? It said two hours and 11 minutes on uh, HBO, but I think it's more like an hour 55 with like 20 minutes of credits at the end. <laughs> Whenever Max tells me that it's it's like the shortest or longest movie, I am always baffled because apparently I have no <laughs> sense of time. Like none. I'm just like, they're all the same length to me. You know, it's like, yeah, okay, this is this is one Harry Potter. That's like the unit I use. <laughs> <laughs> Rebel's boss asks him how long it'll take him to do something. He's like... Four Harry Potters. <laughs> yeah, at books least four movies. Yeah. Oh, oh, movies, movies, not books. That's what <laughs> exactly. Oh, books, please. Jesus Christ. I'm not an idiot. <laughs> this, is, this is an quarterly report. Come on. <laughs> All right. You guys ready to wrap this sucker up? Please. Yes. Yes. Okay. Well, the movie opens up where we left off with the tombstone of Dobby and Voldemort having his own personal fireworks show over Dumbledore's grave. Then Harry's able to convince Griphook, the goblin, to help his squad into Bellatrix Lestrange's vault because Harry has a feeling that another Horcrux is in there. Harry's kind of a weird motherfucker. Yeah. He really is. I mean, this, like, feeling he has, I wouldn't trust it. If I was Hermione (laughs) and Ron, I would just be totally out on this. I would have been, well, let's be honest, I would have been a Death Eater, so. (laughs) (laughs) Not because of your strong conviction, but really because of your your lack of conviction. You would have just been, you know, kind of like, oh, okay, I guess so. I'm all about whoever's winning. And right at that point, they were winning, so. Tim's a shameless, you know, help flip-flop man. He doesn't care. Yeah, He just needs the W. Yeah, who's up on the polls right now? That's who I'm supporting. (laughs) I always wanted an excuse to get a tattoo, so now I can finally get one. Praise me. Praise me. And a cool one. <laughs> Wiggles. Look at that. It moves. It's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just uh I love I love how much guilt Harry Potter lays on the on the the, the shoulders of Ollivander. This mm-hmm. man that has been like cap- t- kidnapped and tortured for months, uh presumably. And it's just like, oh yeah, like you you might have just ended the world. Well, thanks for your help. See you later. Yeah. Like, oh, God, like you just ruined that old man's life. You couldn't have just like lied to him a little bit. Well, he wasn't really helping. <laughs> he, he, he turns into Bill Paxson from Aliens. It's like, he already has the wand. It's game over, man. It's game over. <laughs> I do love it, but I love Harry because you like, I don't know why they tried to set the tone. Like Harry's like an adult now. Like he's serious. Oh, yeah. And he just is like there. He's like, he's like, why are you lying to me, man? <laughs> he's like, why are you lying to me? And then, he, then this old man's like, what? Uh, uh, uh. You know, he's just like, it's like just cracking him across the face a couple times. Was like, I asked you a question. <laughs> Answer it. Like, oh my god, you little frail fuck. I like how Harry's version of adulthood is blaming other people mindlessly for for problems that they couldn't control, <laughs> and then berating old people. 
<laughs> I was just surprised that he did not pull out a wand and start poking him since that's all he can do professionally as a wizard. <laughs> Which is even more disrespectful to Ollivander as the wand maker. It's like, you're not even doing it right. <laughs> it's telling you no, I can hear it. You have to say, this is the most wand use that Harry uh, showed in, throughout all these movies, though. Oh, yeah. It's a good point. Yeah. Well, Finally. So I actually do like the beginning of this movie. I thought Dan Radcliffe, like his acting decisions were pretty good in, in the scene. Like it's the first time that Harry's actually in control the entire movie series. Yeah. I, I, I think there's, there's no question that, that it's probably the, the best acted movie for Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah. Just in general. Yeah. yeah it's, it's funny how that works. It's easy. He was what, like 25, 26 by right. the time this thing came out and all the, <laughs> all the kid actors just looked like it. We were like, yeah, that's the Olympics. Someone better pass out some condoms. They're fucking. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Well then Hermione takes some, Bellatrix Polyjuice Potion that I can only assume tastes like a soggy soda cup full of cigarettes and does a poor impression of her at Gringotts that almost gets them caught. But Harry, shockingly thinking on his feet, uses magic by hitting one of the goblins with the Imperius Curse that turns him into Brick Tamlin from Anchorman. (laughs) So while I... I, This might be sensitive. Oh, boy. This might be sensitive. (laughs) Okay. So you guys know how back... Yeah, during Nazi Germany, they had uh, good start, good a start. Certain... <laughs> yeah, it's, I'm happy that I wasn't the one who brought it up. For a certain, time. okay, let's go. <laughs> a certain way to portray uh, Jewish people. Yes. Yes. And it looked yeah. a lot. Oh yeah. fuck! The entire a series, lot, I thought that. Yes. Yeah, a lot like it, like a it's... troll or a goblin. Yeah, and they control and all the, the gold. Yeah. And they control the goal, and then there's an inexplicably, like, not, a, a terribly offensive stereotype that Jewish people are like bankers and misers and all this stuff. And then this is how they portray the bankers. It just I, seemed slightly like, oh, I was biting my, the bottom of my lip every time I saw the, the Gringotts. I was like, oh, this doesn't really look good. Uh, <laughs> So, uh, f- it, first off, I, I blame Star Trek for allowing it with the Ferengi. There's like three people on the planet that don't know what I'm talking about. They did it first and made it seem like in Hollywood everybody else could do that. But I'm going to pull this one back. Um, that got dark. For a biological standpoint, at least, these fucking teeth of these little things. Like, did they just turn cute animals into protein shakes? Like, back in the day, into the food processor mouth that they have going on? <laughs> what? <laughs> What I was thinking is that they must have a strain of weed called Imperio. That, that I wasn't thinking about anything else, but you know, <laughs> that's cool too. <laughs> but, but speaking of Imperio, right? It's like, like Harry uses one of the unforgivable curses, which I think is just really interesting, right? That like, you know, they're unforgivable. He's just like, you know, bombing that, the, whatever, the head uh, goblin to like let him do this stuff. And like, no one says anything about that, right? Yeah. And doesn't that kind of undercut the whole thing about like love Trump's hate or whatever <clears throat> that his whole books are about? Like, no, you don't need to hurt people like or do these bad things to accomplish your goals. You can do it through like better means. And Harry's like, nah, dog, I don't <laughs> think so. <laughs> He's like, I'm going to do it as many times as I want. He actually he uses all three because he does the um the torture curse on Bellatrix and uh yeah. the fifth yeah, one. Yeah, he, the fifth one, yeah. I think in this one he tries to kill one of the Horcrux with the killing curse too. Like he does all three of them. Yeah. It's no rules. It's very American. It's very American foreign <laughs> policy. It's very like, hey, you guys can't do that. 
But you guys just did it over there. Well, that's that's different because it's us. <laughs> <laughs> I need I need some clarification on something. So they were gonna get caught. Uh, it, it seemed like they were they were the jig was up, right? Mm-hmm. All because uh, they asked to see Bellatrix's wand. Hermione has Bellatrix's yes. wand. Why did she not provide it as evidence that she Dude. is truly Bellatrix? That is a I... shitty. It's a shitty attempt at being an actor. It's it's Hermione's one thing that she can't do is act, which is really funny. But she didn't. She didn't have to. She said like, "Show me the wand. Show me your wand." You know, it was like evidence. Like it's like your ID. She had Bellatrix wand. She got it right. from the Malf- Malfoy's manor. manor. Like I think yep. they. I think they say something in the book, which again, not being explained here, is that like <clears throat> Bellatrix is reported it being like stolen. Ah. Uh. Okay. Right, isn't that, that the was thing? The only thing that would make sense. Yeah, in my mind. right. Yeah. So I think, and I again, this is the problem with the movie not explaining things well, where they're like, she's there. It's like that would be really. Like, oh, you mean this one? You'd be like, oh, you are Bellatrix. But I think there was something in the books where they were saying like, basically, like she's let everybody know, like, hey, someone has stolen all this shit from me. Like, be on, like, be on the lookout. And then like these people come rolling up, yeah. and that's why they're like more suspicious. And also, she already thinks that they broke into her vault. Like she yes, already thinks that true. from the last one. So so yeah, because it's because uh, the they have the sword, right? Yeah. Exactly. So so it, it, all right. So if you assume then that that uh, we don't have to go too far down, but then Hermione could have just said like I just told you that somebody stole it like like an hour ago. Obviously, I don't have my wand. I can't show it to you. Know, like, yeah. But you that, pick, up, pick a side and play the part. That that goes back to what John said though. It's like Hermione is brilliant in everything, but lying. She can't do it. Like she yeah. sucks at at acting. Which is yeah. funny because apparently um, Emma Watson acted all, out all the scenes for uh, Helena Bonham Carter so she could mimic the mannerisms. That's interesting. So that's why she kind of like, and she actually, she fits in with the boys, even though she is Bella Lestrange, you know? Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, honestly, though, these fucking pointy little fuck puppets can probably talk <laughs> to, to wands anyway. So that, come on. The alarms go off midway through this Universal Studios 3D ride. That is a Green Gods of Vault Carts. And uh, they eventually get past this old blind dragon to the vault. But it's a trap! As the <laughs> vault door is shut. And all the treasures inside the vault, in the vault start multiplying after uh, the dumbass kids just continually bump into things. Here's another, um, here's another thing that gets me about magic. If you have a bunch of treasure, right? Why aren't you fucking casting that multiplier curse whenever you get the treasure? then you can have all the fucking treasure like i don't get it why are you doing that what's the fucking what's the fucking point of money in this place you can just make more money (laughs) (laughs) so i think this really it's really getting you mad (laughs) yes i i think i think I, i feel like we talked about this before tim i mean you can probably tell the difference between magic money and like legitimate money. The same way that like you have, you maybe have a printer at home, but that doesn't mean you can print legitimate like $20 bills or something. It, like there's, it's yeah. more complicated than ink on paper. There's things going on there that you I can't take, I take the multiplier curse meaning you are literally creating an exact copy of the thing that is touched. So an exact copy. I could be, I, I may be making this up because it has been a while since I read the books, but I think the multiplier curse, the things that get multiply, like eventually disappear. Like they, they're, they're, they're not permanent. They're iron. Yeah. They're iron hot. That's what oh, they forget. The, the, they neglect is that it's like an, it's like an iron, like hitting your skin. And they're like, they're, they're getting all these big welts and their faces are burning and it's like oh, extremely right, right, painful. Right, right. That's right. They just don't mention that in this. So it's they like don't you wouldn't be able to get into it. that. 
Because no. that would make a lot more fucking sense to me. <laughs> yes, it would. Because then you end up dying from getting smothered and burnt to death. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty metal. Yep. I Goblins. Very metal. Instead, was... though, they just kind of like conveniently and inconveniently like multiply depending on what's happening. Yeah. Just for like no apparent reason, they stop multiplying yes. at certain points. I really don't understand that. <laughs> I don't well, Harry was swimming around like fucking Scrooge McDuck in this shit. Like, he was the only one who has this much gold. He's actually swam in gold coins. <laughs> that was the cutout from the first movie. <laughs> it's my favorite thing to do because Ron will never be able to do this. That's why I like it so much. It's all the money I'm not giving the Weasleys. <laughs> anyway, so Harry, he's able to find the Hufflepuff uh, cup Horcrux, but it's a trap as Griphook <laughs> steals the sword of Gryffindor and leaves the kids to die. Fucking Griphook. What a jerk. Yep. What a jerk. I... Not as nice as Willow. Or that <laughs> other little teddy bear in, in re- Wicked. Re- yeah, Return of the Jedi. <laughs> yeah. I don't, something I don't understand in this Tim, is why is this guy going to fuck... Why is this guy? Why is this goblin trying to fuck over? They hate wizards. The kids. They hate wizards. Why? And, why? and the sword of Gryffindor <laughs> was forged by uh, by goblins. That's the thing. It's like this is our sword. He stole it from us. Oh, oh. All right. yeah. <laughs> that, that's and that's why he was able to recognize it as the true sword and the one that was in Bellatrix's vault yeah. as a as a copy. All that nonsense. So yeah. I have to read the book to get that backstory. You have to yeah, read the book to get a lot of backstory. I just have to take it on take it on spec that this fucking goblin for some reason hates these kids. Yeah, goblins yeah. goblins just hate just hate people in general. I think yeah. is the 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 idea. I remember reading one of like the side books years ago, like in elementary school. It's like the history of uh, mag- you know magical history or whatever, and they talk about how there was like the the goblin wizard wars of like thousands of years ago, and, and the goblins <laughs> lost. So that's another reason why too. Oh, they're just borrowing shit from goddamn Lord of the Rings now. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> yep. Imagine one of That's those That's why Tim's been talking about magicians this whole time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> What's Gandalf going to show up? <laughs> oh, God. How, how about the goblin that, that got Imperio, just like the branch manager who's just doing his job, just gets absolutely roasted by the I dragon? Know. That's pretty <laughs> fucked up. I thought of that, too. I thought it was so That's funny. Good He's just not even like a dude. He's just some guy. He's like, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> I guess if you are going to be fucking burnt like a marshmallow, I mean, it probably it is good to be that you're cheesing, like, cheesing your face off. Yeah, That's true. It's like, oh, I'm torched in two different ways now, bruh. <laughs> fucking god can we talk about the uh like the double use of the dragon because we know it's also like the goblins are industri- industrious enough to also have this thing while being a guard it's fucking dragon torture porn dude they've been filming that shit we were talking about all the fucking black market wizard porn earlier this is even more illegal than the squirrel bird porn look at that thing it's chained up dude it's and it's, up been, it's been uh, it's been conditioned to to expect fear or pain when it hears that click clack thing. So maybe that yeah. pain is the torture porn porn you're talking about. Mm. And then and then he smiles after he says that it's been conditioned to fear to expect pain when it hears it, and he gives this big fucking Ugh. sour tooth grin. 
I didn't call the goblins earlier fuck puppets for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> then Ice T comes in and goes, "You tell me you've been filming the torture of this thing for this family." <laughs> <laughs> How did that? What was the end of that sentence, Tim? I don't know. I don't know. So he's on some imperial kush. That's what's what happened. Yeah, 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 man. This but for some reason, it fits for Ice T. I, I liked oh, it. <laughs> Rocking from side to side, my dude. That, that <laughs> dragon, that dragon scene when we first see it, it might be, it arguably might be the saddest, saddest scene in the entire series for me. That makes me so yeah. sad. It's like being puppy. Oh god, fucked up. Also, like that Ron, he's using like those torture bells way longer than everybody else. <laughs> like he's he's still head, hitting it as they like get into the vault. <laughs> yeah, Ron's like secretly being like, these goblins got an idea, got the right idea. <laughs> he's so steeped in this culture, he's like, you're right. They do deserve to serve us. It's <laughs> like, oh God. Jesus, Ron. <laughs> How the hell did you ever get a Gryffindor? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, you know, the kids, they break out and uh, they're safe. But he can't say the same for all the Gringotts goblins as Harry gets a vision of Voldemort killing them all. And oh my God, he knows. Voldemort knows what the kids are up to. Well, gotta say. He always knows. God. So useless. It's always like, oh my God, now he knows. It's like, Harry, hasn't he figured out your thing, your steps, like every other second? You know, hasn't this been a recurring theme for the past, like, three books? It's like, for fuck's sake, man, like, grab a hold of yourself. He never exactly learned the occlumency. So, I mean, like, he probably is aware of every thought that you're having whenever he wants to. Yeah. But right. he can feel Voldemort's until, thoughts, yeah. so he knows that Voldemort just figured it out, too. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Well, there's also something interesting in the book where, like, Harry kind of works a way of, like, being able to use Occlumency, like, well, where he can, like, shut him out, I think. I don't know. I've only no, read the No, no, you're once, right. He gets it, like, to a, uh, to a he degree. He kind of gets it, right? Yeah. I think but he this gets time, it yeah, enough that, still... like, Voldemort can't push thoughts into his head or something like that. Vice yeah. versa. He can't, like, trick him like he did in the fifth book, be like, this is a reality that I'm fabricating right. for you. But this thing, I was just like... I was like, all right. Well, then Harry gets better at breaking into Voldemort's mind because Voldemort, after that, after he knows that Harry can like do the same, he shuts him out. And then Harry gets better at it. Yeah. Especially right. when yeah. he loses his temper or he's like really happy. That's like the only times when he has like mood swings mm-hmm. that he can pick it pick it up. Yeah. You know? um, what Harry should have been doing is jerking off 24-7. <laughs> then Voldemort wouldn't have really, really even wanted to break into his mind. <laughs> or, you know or maybe he really would have. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's a double-edged sword. That's a, yeah. all, day. all right. That's a touche, Bill. I'll, I'll give you that one. <laughs> What's my mortal enemy doing now? Okay. All right. I'm still doing it. I'll come back later. <laughs> Let's just move on, shall we? Oh, my goodness. Well, oh, what about cut. Neville? It might, Neville might be the one. What about him? Oh, nope, nope, nope. Okay, okay. <laughs> I get, these are all teenagers. <laughs> Aaron watches cuck porn a lot, though. He might get some help. <laughs> um, also, this is the first time I noticed, too, that Voldemort's feet splashes blood on the floor when he walks over all those dead bodies. It's yeah. also pretty fucking metal. Mm. Yeah, that's pretty fucking gruesome, yeah. I gotta tell you. Great. It's pretty There's fantastic. just dead bodies everywhere. See, that's the only scene, though, that he should have been barefoot. The rest of that, creepy. <laughs> fucking gross. Mm. Who yeah. likes feet? Nobody likes feet, except for Tarantino. <laughs> and Rex Ryan. Rex Ryan. Yeah, yeah. Rex Ryan. That's <laughs> true. Yep. All right. Well, Harry also learns that the last Horcrux has to do with Ravenclaw, which means that the big three are going to take a trip to Hogwarts. 
Bram, bram, bram. The only time Ravenclaw is relevant in these entire series. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, so the, it's like, we're very smart, but don't bother us. Like, we'll just hang out here. It's like, okay, I guess. Yeah, there's a Swiss in this whole thing. <laughs> it's going to go for full North Korea, but... <laughs> we don't know what they have in that fucking tower. We don't know. Good point. Mm-hmm. So the kids are saved by Dumbledore's brother, who is the one on the other end of that mirror. It goes on to say everything that we've been saying about Dumbledore this entire series, how he's just given the kids a job without any specific direction. Ab- Aberforth really has a has a solid head on his shoulders. Yep. He really seems to have a good grasp of reality. The first the first <laughs> adult in this entire series, to be completely honest. Dude, he's the fucking he's the brother who had to become a plumber and then let his fucking girlfriend die from being eaten by a South African fucking snapping turtle. Like and he's an alcoholic now. What? That's who did <laughs> John did read the books. <laughs> did you guys read that? Ch- did you guys read that chapter with the snapping turtle? Oh man! We're, ta- we're talking about we're talking about Dumbledore's brother, right? John, you said yes. he became you became a plumber. I was like, all right, John's gonna make a coherent sentence here. This is gonna make sense. Nope, nope. Oh boy, he's gone down. Oh, oh no. Oh God. yeah, not not even fucking close. Not even close. But he's the alcoholic brother. In Japanese culture, yeah. typically what happens is the older brother stays home and has to take care of the the parents, right? And sort of like tends to the homestead. And then the younger siblings get to go out into the world and do other things. So the older brother always resents the younger sibling because he always comes walking and he's like, oh, I just got a best-selling Japanese book. Blah, 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 blah. I get to do what I want. And that guy's like stuck being a trash man because he has to take care of his elderly parents. That's what Dumbledore's brother's. It's actually, you're pretty close to him because like Dumbledore's the older one and he's supposed to be taking care of their sick sister and he doesn't. And he like goes off to do his own thing and then she ends up dying in a fight with a... Grindelwald. What a prick. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, they really don't talk about nope. that. But I, I, I'm i a big fan of Aberforth because he's just like spitting truth. He's like, oh, you mean Dumbledore, the guy who didn't tell you X, Y, Z? <laughs> and Harry's like, what? Like, yeah, right? Did you think about this? It's like my psychopath brother, the idiot who's like leading you guys down this like terrible, this primrose path. And they, they just like don't know what to do. And he's just like, you pieces of shit. <laughs> Gave you a mission, you know, huh? He's Pretty just, straightforward, yeah, right? right? Nice and easy. <laughs> Also, how many times has somebody, someone else told Harry that Dumbledore is not who he thinks he is? He's like, nah, nah, nah. <laughs> he's the, yeah, trust the man I knew. Dude, he's a fucking serial killer. He's been plotting to kill you like a Wagyu cow the past couple years, for fuck's sake. He cock block you back at the diner way back. It's bullshit. Yep, yep. <laughs> Case in point, uh, Dumbledore has done no less than like five eyebrow raises to Harry and his friends, which is just like the surest line of a serial killer. So you've been counting his eyebrow raises. Yeah. So speak of eyebrows too, though. Like, um, did anybody else knows the prosthetic eyebrows that actor had to make to look more like the actor who played Dumbledore? No, no I didn't. Yeah. yeah, they're hilarious. Yeah. They're so they're so bushy and like overdone. It's like all right, yeah, like, like caveman let's, sticking let's, out. Hey, look like you that. know what, guys? Let's lay off big bushy eyebrows. All right, those are a sign of vitality and masculinity. Really. So I hear. Were they like Joe Pesci's eyebrows and like what is it, JFK? <laughs> JFK. They're just paint. They're just <laughs> fucking glued on. Yeah, those are great. It's very close to the Kill Bill thing with the Kung Fu Master. <laughs> he has to like brush them to the side. Oh God. All right, well, after this, a black-eyed and beat-up Neville guides the kids into the room of requirements where they're greeted by Harry's former DA crew that has grown in size. 
Uh, uh, Max, I would just amend your description of Neville um, with with one additional uh, <laughs> description in, in saying that damn Neville's looking fucking hot. Come on, can we can we all say it, guys? <laughs> Neville looks good. I mean, Neville he really good, came around. the British teeth. <laughs> yeah. But they balanced out with his head. Now that his head and his teeth have finally grown into like their permanent location, it's it's okay. They're also He's really not a lucky to himself and others. They're also really lucky that the actor actually that actually happened to the actor because it happens in Neville in the book. He goes from being like a like a squash faced yeah. like frumpy kid to like a tall, slender, lean, like good looking guy. <laughs> like they're very fortunate that happened. It's true. <laughs> you just described that like your ideal man. <laughs> Talking about me, John. But looking in the mirror. <laughs> but isn't he though? Just looking in the Neville's mirror. interested in herbology, people's feelings. Mm-hmm. You know, he also knows how to fight. Yep. He seems like the ideal mate. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't he? I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, if you put Neville as opposed to Harry Potter, one, he probably would have used his fucking wand <laughs> more than once, right? And actually got some shit did. <laughs> and he should have married Hermione or something. You yep. know what I mean? Just like get none of this ugh, yeah. all this other shit well God. you know Neville and Luna went back to the fucking tower after uh, <laughs> after the battle and they made some serious love with all with like, Akon playing in the background Akon <laughs> <laughs> all, all the nargles flying around their head watching it <laughs> yeah. it's freaky shit <laughs> I just in this scene though fucking Seamus just being a cunty old Irishman looking all making all the Irish look bad because, like, first he's, like, jumping up and down, like, patting people on the back. He's like, it's, blimey, it's Harry. I told you Harry will come back. And then Harry's like, we don't know what we're looking for. He's like, well, that's nothing to go on. Why the fuck are we even doing this anyway, Harry? <laughs> so two-faced, he's Irish. Moby <laughs> Mick bastard. Fuck off, Seamus. <laughs> he's just like, he's just like, oh, he's like, well, that's nothing, Harry. Thanks for coming back, you stupid piece of shit. Come on, you got somebody to tell me. <laughs> he's the only one who's gotten on to Harry, though, that he has no idea what the fuck fuck he's doing other than the audience typical Seamus uh-huh. move though. consistently that's, that's just not out. that's not go ahead Max oh, no, this could be a different thing go ahead I was gonna say that's not like um, specific to Seamus that's basically just like Irish people always being cynical about everything <laughs> so he just happens to be right by by chance yeah alright so here's a question what's more surprising Seamus being in the resistance or Neville turning into a badass Neville turning into a badass. Neville, yeah, Neville turning mm. into a badass. Interesting. Yeah. I'm going to go with Seamus. No, I think it's the Irish. Yep. Irish are feckless. Seamus <laughs> 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 is just in the corner, like, shit-talking everybody else all the time, like, undercutting them all. Later on in this movie, when they show Hogwarts and it's, like, all rock and rubble, and Nikki goes, oh, hey, it's Western Ireland. <laughs> oh, my God. I didn't hear that. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> My God, did you fire back with a Turk joke or something? No, I started laughing my ass off. She wasn't wrong. I've been I've been over there. It's nothing but oh, rocks yeah. and goats. <laughs> Get goats. Goats. That's but it's a beautiful rock and a beautiful golf max. <laughs> <laughs> okay, who's going to show me where the treasure is already? I'm done with this shit. <laughs> it's in the big field of taters, Josh. <laughs> as far as the eye can see, all you can see is taters. Goddamn, Brit stole it from us, though. From the emerald coast to the rainbow. <laughs> <laughs> All right, after this, a heavily mascarid Snape tells the Hogwarts military parade that anyone harboring Harry is going to be in big trouble, so they better step forward. But then, it's a trap! As Harry jumps out, <laughs> Jerry Springer style, 
and calls out Snape for betraying Dumbledore. Oh, shit. I'm sure Harry won't regret saying a single word of this later on. <laughs> Snape's cadence of speech in that in that so uh, is just the most amazing thing in the world. I won't even try. I, there's no way I can ever replicate that. But that is simply amazing. Only Alan Rickman can deliver lines like that. Probably the slowest sentence in the history of movie. <laughs> you're hanging up as every word because you're literally just waiting for the next word. <laughs> you're like, what are you saying? It's, it's like nobody knows. Could you imagine lines. Alan Rickman's first like audition? They must have thought he forgot his lines. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Those harboring Alan. I know I was going to say it. Wait. <laughs> I know. Dude, I just I cannot imagine his O face coupled with some sound out of that one where it just kind of starts rumbling where you get the uh, the force shock before the aftershock just oh. <laughs> Are you ready? <laughs> okay, here it comes. Have you ever heard a cow climaxing crossed with a squeaky door hinge? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> ho, ho, ho. All right. Then the entire order of the Phoenix. All 14 of them strut in the Great Hall as McGonagall pushes Harry aside and plops her big, thick, uncut wand on the table, challenging Snape to a duel that ends with Snape retreating for safety. Oh, my God. Shouldn't they? Sh- shouldn't there be a little trimming there, though? Isn't it sanitary? No. That's why Snape ran. Wizards are traveling people. You don't want sand stuck in there. Uh. Filthy buggers. <laughs> oh, I will say, this is just like the worst fight I've ever seen. I like it. It's like, did you really? Yeah, because Snape's like, oh, fuck. She's going to kick my ass. Dumbledore didn't tell me about this part. I got to go. Well, I think it's, right, so that's what I was thinking. It's like, okay, like, because obviously, like, McGonagall's like a very good wizard, right? Or which, uh, but like, but she just had a couple flames at him, right? Whatever. Well, I I don't, so, I mean, first of all, I like it, too, because, like, she fires first. Like, she's she's the one who's, like, on the offensive. And Snape's just kind of like, ah, shit. And then either <laughs> Snape either pushes those two Caro like uh, brother and sister away, or whatever she was hitting a Snape like ricocheted off him and like killed those other two people. So so <laughs> she she casts a spell at him and he deflects it and it like kind of splits around him and hits both of them. And like yeah, the fucks fan them up. the fan theory is that he does it intentionally to knock the two of them out. Well, they well, go to pull for- their wands. So that's what I thought. It's like they go to draw their wands and he's like protecting everybody else in the school. By right. just like so, pushing them away, you're you're mm-hmm. very dude, Bill. You're right on it because you'll notice after he like you know Jack the Ripper like pounces his way out the window and all that shit. Like he actually jumps to both bodies and picks up their wands before going uh, out the window. Oh, I didn't catch that. Hey, okay, cool, cool, cool. There you go. I also, I mean, like this isn't the like super cool like blow up all the glass in the Ministry of Magic kind of like awesome fight, but I like it because. Both both actors show like uh, the the right level of hesitation. I feel like yeah. like Snape like momentarily lowers his wand. Like he, he really like wasn't expecting this. He doesn't want to do it. Like he seems super reluctant. And McGonagall is also like she's determined that this was what she needs to do. But you can tell that she's not like fully on board with it either. Like these are two right. people that respect each other and they're like are conflicted. I, I like that part of it. It's well acted. Well, she taught him too. Like she's known him since yeah. he was eleven. Oh shit! Right, really? that's what I think okay. is 
Yeah, right. Because she, really? he's only like thirty, whatever, or forty, whatever, right? Yeah, but that's what I thought. It was young. like yeah. that's right. And she's was she's like, in the sorry, I, I, she's in the scene with the sorting hat with Lily. So that would make sense that she yeah. that she taught him. Yeah, yeah. 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 <clears throat> right. Hmm. That's what I think it's. I mean, it's just like, and also I think it's like Snape is like. You know, he's obviously like on her side, but no one else knows it. So I'm mm-hmm. sure he like is not interested in the fight as well, right? right. He's like, I don't actually want to kill McGonagall, but I don't know. Yeah. I just thought it would have been cool to have Folks. like a good battle between both of them because they're both dope. They were lovers. Let's, let's just <laughs> the sexual tension could be cut with a butter knife. I mean, oh man, those December to February relationships are always <laughs> they're great. always the best. You got a you got a break just baked in, ready to go. <laughs> I also just love how giddy she is when she summons those knight statues to protect the school. <laughs> yes, it's great. That is so good. Always wanted to cast that spell. She's <laughs> like doing a little like happy dance. <laughs> it is badass though, dude. It's fucking yeah. awesome. Got some fucking stone statues, fucking swords, and just metal shit. Just hanging out. That we've never drawn attention to at all whatsoever. No. But also, I noticed this time watching it too, they're in rows of four, and each one of them has um, the emblem of each house. On their shield oh. for the four school, oh, yeah, for the four okay. houses, which is that's cool. cool. That's cool. Yeah. That's super cool. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, but around this time too, you know, Storm falls over the Great Hall. Voldemort does his best jigsaw impression, saying the school has an hour to hand Harry over before he turns Hogwarts into Waco. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you know they fortify the school, and then uh, Harry speaks to the Gray Lady Ghost and learns that the final Horcrux is the. Um, Diadem of Ravenclaw, while Ron and Hermione destroy the Hufflepuff Horcrux with one of the Basilisk fangs in the Chamber of Secrets. Then they kiss. Oh boy, isn't that nice? Um, so, did anybody catch when uh, Hermione was like confused as to how Ron was able to open the Chamber of Secrets, and Ron goes like, "Harry talks in his sleep." Have you ever noticed? And like Hermione kind of like her eyes kind of like dart away and she kind of suspiciously goes like, no, of course not. <laughs> those two, those two banged in a tent. You know yeah. it. They absolutely <laughs> do. That 100% confirms that my dream. it's done. <laughs> oh my God, it happened. <laughs> you know, Hermione like had to admit that to Ron the day before their wedding day. <laughs> so she could go into it with a clean conscience I just I feel like the reason that they didn't end up is that Harry makes some very snake like noises in the sack and she couldn't deal with it he always period wants, and I mean she... like not sleeping I'm talking like during in action like we're in phase three we're going he always wanted a picture of Dumbledore on the night the bedside table. <laughs> this is the way he wanted it. And, uh, it'd be funny if they had two pictures. It's Dumbledore and Ron. And they just top Ron over and yes. just put Dumbledore up. <laughs> uh, then Harry puts, puts a Ron picture back up and nods his head. Yeah. <laughs> We've established that Harry likes cuck porn, so it makes sense. Yeah. God damn it, Hermione! I told you, either shut up or talk in a deeper voice. <laughs> <laughs> Talking to your voice be worse at magic. Go. <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing is, Hermione did a really job, really bad job of faking it. That's why it didn't work out for them. <laughs> Such a bad actress. <laughs> you faked it, Hermione. I know you faked it. You're lying. No one <laughs> screams like that. They don't use their nose. <laughs> All right, well, with another Horcrux down, Voldemort unleashes a fury storm of Ferrick as he single-handedly destroys a Hogwarts shield. While on the other side of the castle, yep. 
Neville outruns the thousands of Pirates of the Caribbean wildlings by blowing up the Hogwarts Bridge. That was an interesting blend there. Why did they blow up the other bridge? Because they were all chasing after Neville, and he had to kill them some way. I think he saw the, the one that, like, yeah, the stone, yeah, the stone the, armies the, on. The stone one. Yeah, don't blow up that bridge. They no, didn't they blow it up. They just well, put the stone dudes on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They yeah. put the soldiers on. I, I think that, uh, I mean, honestly, fly, was just a matter of pride, you know, and whatnot. Yeah. McGonagall was being selfish. She wanted to cast the fucking spell. <laughs> they could have blown it. Not wrong. I I think you're you're kind of uh, sugarcoating that a little bit, uh, Max, by saying that Neville outran all those people. He he killed them. He murdered like <laughs> two hundred people. There yeah. were a lot of people that died on that bridge. My only I also like how everyone else is waiting on the other side of the bridge, and it's it's Neville's responsibility apparently to do everything <laughs> from taunt them poorly to then run to then set the explosives or whatever and everyone's just waiting for him to get back. He's like, why don't you dumb pieces of shit do something? So that actually... What, what are you guys doing here? That's a really good point. So, okay, clearly in the since last time we saw Neville, he's gotten hot. Okay, cool. So he's fucking. That's great. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. And then clearly everybody trusts him to handle the most basic of tasks now and into the realm of advanced tasks, mm-hmm. i.e. setting off bombs. That's, yeah. I would say, goes into the advanced realm. This is so what, what the fuck has he been up to? This is what Harry, uh, uh, Neville's life would have been if Harry had actually been murdered as a baby. <laughs> yep. He would He's have the been the star one. athlete. He would have been, like, the super cool kid. Like, the, yeah. Yep. So the I had butterfly to... effect is real. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Sorry, man. I, I had to add a bunch of notes there, because the only thing I wrote down while watching the movie was, Neville isn't fast enough. <laughs> but he's cunning. No, it's like never bet on Neville. Neville doesn't even bet on Neville. Yeah. No. Did anybody no else whisper Ugh. to themselves, "Must go faster, must go faster, must go faster"? <laughs> Neville, what? pretend is a gigantic T Rex behind you. Summons a charm that has a little rear view mirror on, on his wand that just says objects are, are closer than they may appear. Uh, I went all Halo when. Uh... <laughs> when he set off the, the charge on that bridge and all those people died, I was like, running, riot. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, meanwhile, the big three head to the room of requirements to destroy the Horcrux, but the three stooges of Melfloy, Larry and Curly, try to stop them, which leads to Larry, a.k.a. Goyle, starting a deadly fire that kills him, and the kids destroy the Horcrux and fly the Melfloy and Shemp to safety. So, who else would have saved Malfoy? Let's be honest here. Raise your hands. I wouldn't have saved him in a fucking million years. Let him die. I don't care if he was a good person. Could <laughs> <laughs> be any of you. I would never save you people. Yeah. <laughs> Just seen that fire, I would have got my ass out of there. That's your fault. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Every man for himself. That's what I'm right. You just start the magic. Fire. Figure it out. <laughs> no friends in a fire. That's my motto. <laughs> it's a George Costanza of real life. Fire! <laughs> uh, this is, it is a laugh out scene, laugh out loud scene though. When he got Ron, just like screaming that hilarious like shit my pants look on his face. And when he comes running, that ass is back. really funny. Run! Fire! Yeah, no. 
He's like, my girlfriend, you dummy, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and then he comes running back just screaming. That's the, like, this is actually That's like enjoyable. the only time we ever see, like, Ron, like, grab his groats and just run into some shit. That's the only time. Like, the firefights and all the crazy shit later don't count. But, like, where he's like, no, nah, fuck that. I'm going to get him, break off a piece of that. And he, <laughs> he comes running back. But it's the only time we see him grab mm-hmm. his nuts and run in to some Ron's shit. Ron's the most tolerable in this movie, I feel like. <laughs> Like Agreed. he's like at Agreed. least semi semi useful. He's not he's not detracting from the gang at least. Right. Yeah. 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 Mm, um this is also it might be the only time we see Goyle do magic and fucking Goyle <laughs> step up, casts cast the killing charm at Hermione and then yeah. Like, blows up the room of requirements. This guy's got some chops. I mean, yep. sure, he burned to death in the fire that he created. So, <laughs> I mean, that's not Sure, he didn't know enough magic to turn it off. You know, just be like, off, fire, off. <laughs> off, auto. Burns himself alive. <laughs> but again, this is also, I just want to point out, this is one of the few scenes in the entire uh, film series where Harry uses his wand to good effect. He casts that water spell or whatever to, to make sure they don't get all burned that up. That was good. I almost lost my yeah. shit. I was like, oh my God. Harry knows another spell that's not Expelliarmus. I can't believe this. But then probably, then he ruins it because then he uh, throws all those chairs over the fire and he stops running. It's like, Harry, yeah. you did that to slow the fire True. down. That doesn't mean you can now slow down and don't run anymore. Don't just fucking stand there. Uh, also, yeah. oh, well. also, in what way what do, fl- do flammable objects slow down a fire? Like, I don't really understand the <laughs> yeah. thought process there. Hmm. They don't build. They actually would do it. What if I threw some gas on it? Maybe it'll go away. So this really (laughs) does expose the danger of uncut wands, though, um, (laughs) and why you do it. uh, Because they can just misfire. um, They just keep throwing shit out, and well, fuck, just burn down the entire room requirement. Did you guys uh, notice like they had there were subtly things from the other movies tucked away in the room requirements? Like oh, yeah. The, so the, there, there the was like fairy the things. pixies, but there was also yes, uh, one of the chess pieces from the from the first movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so sorry, go ahead, Max. I, I was going to have that in <clears throat> trivia. So they used like seventy-two crates of props from all eight movies for that scene. Wow. Oh, cool. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's really cool. So so thanks for ruining that now. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah, I couldn't wait till the that's end. That's what I come on here for. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, then Harry learns that the last Horcrux is a snake as the kids head to the boathouse to witness Voldemort slitting Snape's throat and then having the snake finish him off in order to become the true possessor of the Elder Wand. As a dying Snape gives Harry a pensive memory with his last words being, you have your mother's eyes, and then he dies. So, Voldemort is really a shitty boss. Like, Yes. And I'm just going to boil it down. Well, yeah, of course, he's a shitty boss. But I'm going to boil it down to the fact that he couldn't have just, like, killed Snape, like, in a halfway decent way where it's just boom, done. Yeah. Now I'm going to slit your throat and then let my fucking danger noodle just tear your face off. Yeah. That, yeah. Right? You well, know? He kills everybody else and they just immediately die. Yeah. yeah. He didn't yeah, have he the decency. Uh, yeah. My most loyal, you must die the longest. <laughs> <laughs> Let me let you bleed out here in this abandoned boathouse <laughs> away from everything else. Like, oh, my God, fucking psychopath. <laughs> Jesus. Also, I hate how this snake kills people. It's obviously a Burmese python. And it's like it kills people by fucking striking at it like a venomous snake. You know, Burmese python is going to get a hold of you and it's going to constrict you, the life out of you. 
You know, just I, not not biologically correct. I I, like I, I very I absolutely agree with Tim. I mean, there's just there's no way that that's a venomous snake, and it makes no, no sense for it to repeatedly strike like that. Out, absolutely nope. outrageous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it's a like it's a pit viper. Am I right? <laughs> right <boy>. Exactly. <laughs> oh, God. But did you guys take into did you take into consideration that it's a magic snake? <laughs> Magic. magic. I don't see how magic enters into this movie. Yeah, that's that's, that's just stupid and <laughs> erroneous. I, I just don't get it. <laughs> um, so, are we gonna? Can we talk about the fact? Uh, it, it's been a few movies we've seen these memory things come back, where they memory in the liquid form. Anybody else notice or feel like the memories look like jizz? <laughs> yes. Oh yeah, every day. What's the deal with that? I mean, um, what's the JK deal? JK was missing <laughs> all of her teeth at one point in her life, and um. Oh boy, we're back to the oh, team. Oh, JK. <laughs> I, I wish. Bill's acting like he had nothing to do with this. Yeah. He's the one who's talking about jizz. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I know. And okay. I'm the asshole. Bill mentions jizz and John mentions teeth. He's like, oh, teeth. Gross. Bill just leaves a bunch of gasoline in a pile. It's like, oh, a bunch of matches. He's like, hope no one lights us on fire. He just walks away. It's like, oh boy. <laughs> Uh, that was exactly my thought with that. With that, uh, yeah, that right. Thank you, Preble. Yeah, but <laughs> Ooh, it really no, does. Thank you. And do you think so? Does this go into your conspiracy theory on like hairless asses? Is this where you're trying to take this? Oh boy, are they connected? That's a great. Uh, you know what? I'll have to th- ruminate on that one. Let that let that uh, kind of stew a bit, John. But I think you might be onto something there. Okay, so we'll marinate that on that one until yep. the, the sorting hack can figure it out right. for us. <laughs> Stay tuned for next week. We'll, we'll dig I into that. I love the fact that Harris has stick his face all the way into that uh, big pile of jizz. <laughs> I was thinking about your mother. <laughs> it also says a lot, a lot about uh, Dumbledore's, Dumbledore's missions with Slughorn, getting those memories from Slughorn. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's really milking those memories, huh? It's like Randy from South Park. He was a spooky ghost. This is both of them just covered head to toe. It's like, how'd this happen? Uh. Dumbledore's like, I gotta go to extract a memory from Slughart. Proceeds to put a ball in his mouth. One of those balls Zips his up his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. All right. After this, the kids head back to the castle to greet the deaths of Lupin, Tonks, and Fred Weasley while a guilt-ridden Harry goes to Dumbledore's office to view Snape's memory. So this is like this is like the reverse Game of Thrones where like early, early episodes, early movies, nobody, nobody dies in Harry Potter. Everyone lives. Everything's happy. And like this one, fucking everyone's just dying. And like it's it's great. I love it. You know, like the Remus and Lupin die and one of the Weasleys. I don't remember which one of them. Died. Like you actually get like some meaningful deaths. though. that's terrific. Makes for a good story. Also, this is, I also real like noticed this time watching too, is when Voldemort's talking to everyone, you just see like a helpless Fred who doesn't have a wand, just like being tortured to death in slow motion. Yeah. In like a quick cut scene. I was just like, I mean, it's pretty disturbing. Yeah. What I think is great about this whole like kind of series and even like the past couple of, you know, movies is like, you know, like there was always like some existential threat that was always out there that like never really affected them. And now here we are. It's like, not only is it affecting you, like people are just getting murdered, like straight murder, like people, you know, yeah you know, people you like and all that stuff. And I was like, that's, that's why I like this movie. Like this, like it really starts revving up like now where it's like, people are dying. There's all this shit's going on now. Harry's going to see these memories and all that stuff. And they're really like not pulling any punches. They're like, yeah, people are dying. Like this is a war. This is terrible. And people you like, like, you know, Tonks and Lupin, there's people are just dead. Just everyone's dead. And I was like, Oh my God. 
yeah, I mean, the whole that's what I think that's part of why the Harry Potter series is just so enduring too. It's just because it does like a 180, like it matures as the characters get older, it gets more and more mature. Like the first movie is like a, a PG borderline G movie, and then this one's like a PG 13 borderline R. Like they could easily make this movie an R rated yeah. movie if they wanted to. It's like it's, it's a, in there. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that great ghost just whips out her titties and starts motorboating Harry. Yeah. <laughs> you want my titan? You want it? You could trace the maturity of the entire film just by following the length of fucking Harry's happy trail all the way down to his crotch, really. Um, up until the point where the, the ghost whips out them titties and just starts motorboating motherfuckers. Yeah. God was like, Potter, get over here. I have to trace your happy trail. Mm, no. <laughs> oh, God. You have a conceive appointment, Harry. <laughs> Somebody go to Gringotts and find me a fuck puppet. <laughs> dead. Come here, ghost. They're Show me your tits, my dear. <laughs> all right. Then you get the, going from that to the most uh, dramatic, heartfelt scene in all the movies. So you got the Snape redemption highlight reel where you learn that he never stopped loving Harry's mom. He was made to kill Dumbledore because he was already dying. And Harry's the last horcrux and he must die. So am I, am I to believe that because Snape's Patronus and Harry's mom's Patronus is the same, that Harry is Snape's son? No. Nope. Okay. <laughs> so I thought I did a great job of deducing that. <laughs> Tim just starts t- taking down all of his strings and, and just attach things to his wall. <laughs> yeah, I gotta rip down my fucking bulletin board here. Yep. Turn in your badge and gun, Tim. So what does that mean, then? <clears throat> He loved he he that he loved Lily Potter. He his Patronus was not a doe until she died. Yeah. So that and that's the thing they don't touch on either. Like Tonks, her Patronus changes from whatever it was to um to a wolf, like midway through the books because she's in love with Lupin. Oh, so this is like a fucking wedding ring or something. Wait, 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 wait. So that means that Bill can actually change his Patronus from a fucking, like, swallow or a dove? Wait a minute. No, no, no. What this means is that it's Sam's fault that my my Patronus is a weak weak bird. I'm sure it was something awesome before I met Sam. (laughs) Like a redemption. Like a porcupine. Yeah. Yeah. It's up to Francis Bill's Patronus was a perfect score in horseshoes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy, in my dreams. That's what I see in the mirror. Rivera said, Tim. Beating <laughs> <laughs> my father in horseshoes. Uh, I also just, I think when they show young Snape, I mean, he is like a perfect Tim Burton cartoon human sitting under like that big fish tree. <laughs> I don't know if anybody else thought that. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. What a, what a nerd. Yeah. All right, they, well. cover, they cover a lot of misground. I mean, they did a good job. I, I did, did like, but like there was a lot of the shit in there that were, that was in like, you know, books five or six that they just like, Oh, they didn't include that before. So here you go. Now you get it. Again, this is probably JK just being like, all right, these are all important things that we wanted to see in like five through this, you know, where they were like, no one knows what's going on here. Like you're missing out on all these enjoy, like these crucial details. She's like, put this whole thing in like this 10 minute slew of like ancient memories to like, put this piece, put this puzzle together for everybody. And I was like, yeah, this is probably like the best, probably the best part of this movie. He was like watching this unfold. That, that is, that is some, some jam packed jizz tears. Just a mm. lot of memories in that jizz. Yeah, it's overflowing. Yeah. John, what do you have to say about the jizz stuff that Bill just talked about? <laughs> um, that, the, that, that feed so you laid the out fact for everybody. That he, he basically has to put his face into it and then open his eyes. That's what scares me. <laughs> <laughs> and 
Um, you know, the stinging, like I can deal with most pains, but stinging of the eyes. Um, there are some very strong people out there. <laughs> yes. Makes perfect sense. It's like A to B to C. Right you know what? I'm serious. <laughs> so we, we, say? <laughs> we start with the hurricane, we end up with the pandemic, and then Obama. Yep. We're there. Tim's putting back up his bulletin board. He's working on his flies again now for, for tomorrow. He's just thinking about it. Like, glue. <laughs> All right. I mean, we did so talking about the jizz, really. I'm going to come back and bring the jizz back in. Sorry, Max. Um, so we were joking earlier in another episode about how the, the entire rack of, you know, fucking memories and the whole thing and that all kind of looks like it too so and that might just be Dumbledore's porn collection yep there's your connection that's how we got to see okay I like it uh, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm on board <laughs> sure we were talking ABC I thought I'd make it to C anyways yep. alright Max you can bring it back to reality now okay C standing for cuck okay so <laughs> A's ass B's boobs <laughs> okay Accepting his fate, Harry walks into the Forbidden Forest and discovers the Resurrection Stone has been hiding inside of the snitch that Dumbledore gave him. That could also be really pornographic when you think about it that way. Um, but he's able to talk to his parents, Sirius and Lupin. Hey, on the on the way down, like when he has the talk with Ron and Hermione, I just find it her- hilarious that like Hermione's kind of already known for a little while that that Harry's a Horcrux and he's probably going to have to die. Ron is just standing on the staircase, just like, what's going on? What are you guys like? What are you guys all upset about? I don't know. Like, just like classic Ron. Just have no completely clueless. Stop crying and tell me. Hey, guys, I found an apple. I'm all eating. <laughs> what are you talking about? Hey, my, my mom's over there. What's she doing here? Yeah. Hi, mom. <laughs> I want to see you. You know, it's, it's true though, right? Like Hermione again, Hermione and like and Dumbledore are the only two people that could potentially play 3D chess. Mm-hmm. And they're like, yep, I already kind of figured this out. And like Harry figured it out, you know, I'll, I'll give him credit this time, like a regular pace. And there's poor, poor dumb as shit Ron <laughs> just like looking at his shoes being like, my laces are untied. <laughs> Oh, I do now. Get new shoes. Oh, dear. Do you do yeah. you think that that Ron's parents had the talk with him? Like, son, um, you can't you're special. <laughs> you know, one or the other. You need to live the Sullivan life, Ron. Uh, we cut you deep, boy. We cut you deep. All right, well. Wow. So, uh. You got Voldemort in the woods kicking rocks, all sad that Harry didn't show up. But then Harry does show up, and he takes a full load of green lasers to the face as the movie fades to white. I, you know what fucking really pissed me off about Voldemort? Is that he brought his friends to watch him beat up a child. <laughs> it's like, what What kind of fucking... I mean, I get it. He's the, like, the most evil person in the magical world. He's the most evil magician. Well, whatever. <laughs> you know, he had to bring his friends the to watch him beat up a fucking child. The <laughs> manic magician, you, he must not be named. You wouldn't do that, Tim? 
I'm saying that I would live stream it to I would live stream it to the entire world. But that's me, okay? Put that on Twitch or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah hey, that would be a great Twitch stream. You have all the marches going. Hey, look, no hands. Wait, no, 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 no. I do, I, I do need one hand for the wand. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. One Wait second. Also, Voldemort fucking holds his wand like a southern dandy. He does. He's he holding really that does. thing like a fu- yeah, like a fucking like all a right. calligrapher. I mean, he's just, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. very pretty, very delicate. Yeah, very like, slithery. Like it's Mantown Monday, and he's holding a martini. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. He was one of those kids that had to use like three fingers to whack it, you know. <laughs> hey, that's all you need to get on there, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> all right. So you cut the Harry talking to Dumbledore in a whiteout King's Cross station. He says that Voldemort killed the last bit of his soul, and he has the choice to either go back or no, just go beyond, I think, right? Or fight. Oh, let me do that over again. Okay, so <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I wrote here. Um, so after this, he cut the Harry talking to Dumbledore in a whiteout King's Cross station. And he says that uh, Voldemort killed the last bit of his soul. And he has a choice to either go back and fight or move on. I would have moved on. I would have gone <laughs> take, and take kicked the, the fucking Voldemort abortion in the, in the head. I know. I, like, I, I had that at one point yeah. and, I, and I deleted that. <laughs> so they're just looking oh. at the aborted fetus of Voldemort. <clears throat> Yeah, I also I have fetus Voldemort. Fascinating. <laughs> yeah, right. so I kept it in. I think it's. I think that's kind of so, what he looks like, though, right? Yeah. <laughs> so I use the term "flipper baby" a lot, um, and I'm actually going to explain myself for a change. Um, someone told me it might be helpful, but um, <laughs> in this scene, this that that is a flipper baby. Mm. When two things come together and make something fucking horrible. In this case, it's actually real. It is a fucking flipper baby. Whoa. It, it changes colors like three times. It's fucked up. It looks like the Velociraptor baby that came out of the uh, the egg in Jurassic Park. <laughs> That's what it looks like. I see that. Poosh. Yeah. It's Poosh. What is this? What is the you you breeding Voldemort's in here? Yes. You know what would be hilarious? You know what would be hilarious is like uh, fucking Harry and Dumbledore having this great conversation, and all of a sudden BD Wong just walks on. <laughs> Starts talking about his fucking dinosaur baby. With the clipboard. Yeah. Just writing stuff down. Uh, they're all female. <laughs> like, what? Just look up their skirts. Get here, BD Dumbledore look, <laughs> spins around. You can't play God. Nature f- finds a way. Uh, also, the, I wrote down. I wrote down the the quote from uh, Dumbledore saying. Wards are, in my not-so-humble opinion, the most inexhaustible source of magic, capable of both inflicting injury and remedying it. Remedying it? Remedying? Remedying it? Remedy? it. But uh, that is the perfect description for Twitter. (laughs) It is a dead-on description of Twitter. Wow. Oh, my God. That's pretty true. That needs to be in textbooks, Max. Mm. Well, I would also tell Nikki and Heller put it in her text. <laughs> <laughs> I would also say that like like Dumbledore does that as like uh, the not so humble brag. But like yep. you see him manipulating the fuck out of people in the memories, particularly particularly Snape, because they're Snape's memories where he's just like, you know, if you really loved her, you would do this. Like like 
15 minutes after Snape just found Lily's dead body. Like, Dumbledore, you fucking sick <laughs> fuck. Like, stop fucking twisting with people with, uh, you know. Like, yeah, he's pretty good with using his words to fuck fuck with people's minds. Good job, Dumbledore, you yeah. fucking psychopath. Yeah, yeah it's probably Dumb- good that you weren't the Minister of Magic because <laughs> politics is not the best place for you. You're too good. Yeah. He's a right. fucking asshole, though, like, even in death. Like, everything Harry asks him, like, ooh, is this real? Like, can I ask you any fucking question? And, like, every answer that Dumbledore gives him is basically, it's like, <laughs> it's <rhetorical>. no. <laughs> yeah, it's like, no, Harry, I can either speak in jive or riddles, and I prefer to speak in riddles to you. Like, it just doesn't... Like, <laughs> like what the fuck, dude? Your dad is real. Does it matter? <laughs> fuck you. Fuck you, That would be hilarious if that's how it ends, with him fading out, and Harry just going... Fuck you. <laughs> that would have been great. <laughs> Two middle fingers up as it fades back into the woods. <laughs> um, all right. So then he cut back to the woods with Malfoy's mom covering for Harry out of the love and protection of her own son, pronouncing Harry dead as Voldemort forces Hagrid to bring Harry's dead body back to the school so he can rub it in everybody's face. <laughs> okay. So... Here's a problem. He's been trying to kill this kid since book one, right? And he keeps saying over and over and over again. I think even like the fifth movie, he's like, I'm not going to talk to you anymore. Like, I'm not going to do like the stereotypical bad guy thing and like explain my plan and then try and kill you. Like, I'm just going to try and kill you. And here we are, book seven, movie eight. Instead of him going up and like punching Harry in the face or cutting him in half or whatever else you want, he's like, hey, you lady, go check and see if he's alive. I know. And then she's like, yeah, he's yeah, he's he's dead. And he's like, all right, well, clap my hands together. I guess we're all done here, right? It's like, no, like you hate this person. Why wouldn't you like flay his body or do something horrendous to it and then show it to all these people, right? Well, for right. Christ's sake, he's already barefoot stepped on some dude's face before after killing yeah. him. Yeah. And then feet covered in blood and all yeah, that shit. Just as you said, like let some some chick just go and check on it, like from the most untrustworthy family in Britain. As far as we're concerned, yeah, uh, he should. What clearly, Voldemort didn't watch Scream Two with Laurie Metcalf, where they go, <laughs> "Is she dead?" and then they shoot her in the head just for safe measure. And, and, and the whatever her name, Courtney Cox goes, "Yeah, she's dead now." Could have teabagged him something, you know, for a little flair into it, you know. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Something. Hey, Ivanka, go check to make sure that he's dead. <laughs> Bring Jared with you. He looks bored. <laughs> he looks like some kind of mannequin that came to life for five minutes. Remember, be like mom. Be best. <laughs> be best. Yes. All right. <sighs> I mean, I, I do say that. I do have to say that like, the music in that scene does make this the whole scene a lot better. Like that triumph <clears throat> music that they're playing. Um, yeah. And then also, I did laugh out loud when they're walking, and Voldemort just like passively rolls one of the trolls or one of the dead giants like off the bridge. Yeah. Like he's like sweeping the sidewalk. He's just like, yeah. Ugh. <laughs> just, like pushes it off. Oh god! Someone clean this up. Ugh. Ugh. Ugh, this is messy. <laughs> All right. Then you get Neville's shining moment when he defies Voldemort, saying that Harry might be dead, but the fight isn't over as he pulls out the sword of Gryffindor from the Sorting Hat, while Harry gracefully rolls out of Hagrid's arms, causing a shit show of Death Eaters to flee, and we're on to round two of the Battle of Hogwarts. Well, I have to... Hold oh, on. We have to talk about it. Every yeah, time yeah, I do yeah. any kind of triumph yeah. reading, Whoa. someone always has to go backwards. Whoa. No, 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 no. This is really backwards. This is like, Voldemort comes fucking flying in there, and he just starts going, 
Harry Potter is dead. It's like a game show. He's like, oh, I killed him. He, I, I thought he was going to do a little, like, pull up his fucking skirt and do a little jig. You know what I mean? I was like, this is not what evil villains do. They don't, like, walk in and brag about, like, he was like a five-year-old whose dad just let him beat him in basketball. And he's like, I beat bad. Dude, you got a great fucking point because Voldemort hugs a dude. He fucking hugged yes, he him. Hugs a dude. Yes. Yeah. That hug was the weird. Oh, that was it. the most Joe Biden esque hug in the world. Draco <laughs> was yep. no wrong. Part of that. No, Bill. He didn't touch any ass in that hug. <laughs> Not like a Joe Biden hug whatsoever. <laughs> Max, do you have any? Do you have any trivia on that thing where the hug? Yeah, you so do? It was, okay, it was, I'm yeah, I'm sure it. you saw it too. Then uh, it was totally improvised by uh, Ralph Fiennes. And that's why the guy who plays Draco is just standing there not knowing what to do. It's because that wasn't in, in, in the script. <laughs> oh, my God. Perfect. It's so funny. It's so good. When I learned that, I was like, that hug was funny in, it, in and of itself. But then when I learned, like, it was wholly improvised. So whereas Tom, Tom Felton, Felt, Felton, uh, Felton or yeah. something like that, right? He was just like, uh, I did, he's like, I literally didn't know what to do. Yeah. It's he great. was like, I just stood there and waited for him to be over, and I just walked past him. And I was like, that's fucking hilarious. I need an adult. I need an adult. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, that's the thing, too. You forget the guy playing Voldemort is the guy from uh, Grand Bud- Budapest Hotel. Like, I mean, he's a funny yeah. actor. Like, he's done some good yeah. shit. But after this, you got Harry and Voldemort rolling around in the air, just extending minutes oh. to this movie. Um, action filler. While Mrs. Weasley just straight up murders Bellatrix Lestrange, and then Neville decapitates the snake... Leaving Voldemort mortal. So now it's own. Dude, that is the exact moment that Neville's groats dropped. <laughs> that dog can fucking hunt now. I mean, <laughs> hunt. That dog, and then he went and he gone, he, he claims his woman. <laughs> <laughs> Luna, like you Conan know Barbarian. my woman now. <laughs> <laughs> Just influenced. Chopped off the serpent's head to deliver you my yeah. seed. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I mean, right? But it is true. Like beast. that's like a good part for for Neville. But I have to say, and I remember seeing this movie in the theaters and just being, I don't know. I, I, it's just like I was just I was so disappointed with the last bit of this movie. Yeah, when they was, when they yeah. did that stupid weird like air battle, yeah. I was like, why didn't you just do what they did in the book? So much better because that was good. What would happen in the right? book? So it's more of like a yeah, it's more like a typical like not typical. It's like a good fight. Like they're actually like battling with wands as opposed to like Dragon Ball Z. I mean, that's what yeah, as opposed to like them like clutching each other as they're flying through the air and all this shit. It's weird. And then they only fire one spell each other. The rest of it is like they're actually like duking it out. I reread that chapter today just because I'm like, this is not I remember it's not like the book. So like in the book, they they have the duel in front of everybody like it, like the first time around, like everyone's watching. Right. Um, Harry's talking a bunch of shit to Voldemort. He's calling him Tom Brittle and all this other shit. And Voldemort's just like, what the fuck are you talking about? Snape was on my side. He's like, no, he was a spy like the whole time. And I'm the, I'm the true you know, possessor of the Elder Wand. And then Voldemort kind of starts like panicking and then they go to attack each other. And Harry does the, you know, the, dis, the disarming charm or whatever and kills Voldemort. But he does it in front of everybody. So everyone knows what happens. And this, they had to just take sure. Harry's word for it. <laughs> Yeah, which, which is like a, just annoying. I remember yeah. like seeing this and then my dad, I remember coming home. I think I actually might have seen this with, I don't know if I saw this with Bill or Max or 
Someone, Tim. I don't remember. I, this. I remember seeing this. Yeah, I saw this with yeah. John. <laughs> but someone in there, and I remember coming back. My dad was like, how was the movie? And I was like, it was good. I just really hated the ending. And he's like, I don't understand what you mean. I explained it. He was like, oh, yeah, that does sound terrible. Yeah. And I was like, yes, it was awful. Like, why would you I do mean, this? it especially makes like, no sense in my mind that all of a sudden, you know, the last, like, 10 minutes of this huge franchise movie, and now all Thanos comes in and snaps his finger and Voldemort turns to dust. Like, how are we supposed to know that that yeah. makes any sense the the game of the the uh the marvel movies haven't even happened yet makes no sense <laughs> good point bill <laughs> don't you dare just boil this down to fucking marvel and the the fucking end game he, he don't you dare he turned to dust exactly in exactly the same way the people do in those movies well this movie came so, first bill Exactly. So who stole so, what? So then what? So then what you're saying is that Harry actually killed half the universe, not Grimace. <laughs> that makes a lot more sense. Yeah, I think it makes perfect I, sense. I wanna, yeah. uh, just, this, this makes me want to do just, just things to your face. Things. Can we talk about Neville's uppercut? <laughs> yes, the uppercut. Who's that strike Neville's he's uppercut sword swing? It's so weird. Where did that come from? What a weird way to go about it. A total fucking left field weird devil that kind of like turned me off from like neville being a badass i was like this kid doesn't even know how to swing a sword it's so weird i mean yeah it's, it's very weird it's weird but it's at least a good smooth swing i mean especially in comparison to harry when he throws the the broken elder one later like i mean oh boy that was a rough looking throw you know that's, oh, that's what God. it looks he like when I, when I throw left-handed yeah. i mean at least cool. neville's swing was smooth also, so <laughs> when he got saw in the theaters, did everybody cheer when Neville like woke back up? Yeah, 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 yeah for sure. Yep. yep. Uh, it, it, as I as I remember it, it was supposed to be in. It was not supposed. To, I I remember when I when I went to go see it, I saw it. It was supposed they were had both like two uh, D and three D, and for whatever reason they didn't put on like the the two D version when we were in there, and so it was really blurry. Oh, no. And I just remember <laughs> everybody sucks. sprinted out of out of the theater to go collect to go grab whatever three D glasses people could possibly get, and then someone had to make an announcement like, "Calm down, you fucking nerds! <laughs> like we're gonna restart it with the two D version." So like, don't. Don't don't lose your shit. And I remember everyone just being like, oh, okay. But it was almost like people almost got stampeded, you know, run over to death because they didn't have 3D glasses. You've already read the book. You know what's going to (laughs) happen. Yeah. I don't don't mean to bring it back here, but could you imagine if that happened during one of the Endgame movies? There would have been violence. Oh, boy. (laughs) I... Yeah, probably. I, uh, Max, I, I know you brought it up. I have to. I have to uh, touch on it again. Like to mm-hmm. to everyone's point about the way that Voldemort tried to kill Harry. If Voldemort had just killed Harry the way that Molly killed Bellatrix Lestrange, there would be no question as to whether or not he was dead. You know, yep. just disintegrate his body. That that's a pretty sure sign that he is no longer corporeal. The Hiroshima curse. <laughs> oh, God. We Tim's favorite. Yeah. Tim's favorite curse. My favorite curse. <laughs> Superior to the Nakashati Opmus curse. Way superior. We all know it's better. Mm-hmm. Yep. Harry Truman just comes walking in. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> Were you some kind of loser? Buck stops eating. <laughs> I was just going to say uh, cut one versus uncut one. Uh, All right, yeah, so finally, 10 years in the making, Harry, true owner of the Elder Wand, disarms Voldemort, causes a spell that backfire. The second time in 10 minutes, as old Volda baby 
breaks into a million pieces of ash and disappears forever. Forever. So what's different about this time when he disappears as opposed to the last time? (laughs) Compared to the other three times, though. (laughs) Yeah, what's different? Why does he disappear? Why did he disappear forever now? Because all of his mortal hork, all of all of his hoes dumped and killed. All of his hoes, all of his hoes. The horcruxes are gone. Okay. There's no, yep. there's they no get. more remnants of his soul holding him to to life. Yep. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yep. 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 Oh, that's what the hork. Yeah. Okay. I should probably <laughs> read these books. <laughs> Jim's like, oh, horcruxes, right? <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Oh, yes, yeah. of course. I thought, I thought they just hated his jewelry choice. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is such a gaudy goblet! Get it out of here! Destroy it quickly! Yeah, I thought I thought they they really just thought he was being very uh, very vain with all his jewelry, so they just wanted to get rid of. <laughs> so I've actually started rereading these books. Um, I'm on book five right now, Tim. So I'll tell you in like three months from now. But any other extra differences here? <laughs> okay, sounds good. <laughs> all right. So in the aftermath of the battle, Harry breaks the Elder Wand in half and wimpily throws it away. Total yeah. great throw. I mean, they don't even learn how, they don't learn how to throw balls over there, you know? They don't. Everything's <laughs> with your feet over there. Yeah. Why wouldn't... So in the book, Harry's wand is broken, yes. as it is in the movie. Why wouldn't you take three seconds for him to fix it like he does in the book? As opposed to just cracking it and, you know, just throwing it over with a flailing arm of a Ten-year-old yep. child. Yep. You know what I mean? It's just like, why? He's fucking. He's rich. He's like, I'm gonna get a better wand. But say he's got yeah, Ollivander as a prisoner, right? So he can get whatever wand he wants. <laughs> yeah, it's make yeah, one. He's already, he's already mind fucked him, right? So he's just sitting in some cottage somewhere on the seashore. It's like you will do what I tell you to do. Or the xenomorph goes into your belly. <laughs> he just walks into Ollivander's room, like, I'm the captain now. I'm the Voldemort now. <laughs> I think uh, this, this entire scene, though, of the you know the three of them just like standing there posing for their entertainment weekly photo op, it would have been so much better if they had the victory music from the original 1976 or 1977 Star Wars playing in the background. That would have been so much better. Or Rocky. <laughs> been been awesome. Or Rocky. Nah. Or Rocky. I'd take any of those, no. to be really. Hmm. I just wish that he would have replaced his wand with a nice American made. You know, it's it's got a it's a nice uh, uh, yeah American American oak and with a, a core of um, gunpowder. It's great. I just started laughing a, thinking about cool. Sylvester Stallone coming onto the screen at the end of the movie, like shaking their hands. <laughs> the three of them are there, and he comes over to put his arm around all three. We did it. We did it. I love you. All right, and then the ramp of the movie and the series. Thankfully for Tim, you fast forward 19 years to the big three as parents watching their kids depart for Hogwarts. Here is where I get. Wait, never mind. My math is wrong. You can move on. All right. And then the movie ends. <laughs> How funny would it be if Harry and Malfoy, after all these years, just end up throwing down on the fucking terminal station? <laughs> <laughs> you little fucking shit! Just I remember full, now. This like, full soccer every year. Hooligan. I would love that. Every year they every have like some year, yeah. some dad dad v dad fight. <laughs> <laughs> September first, bring your beers. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. <laughs> you locked me in the room with Myrtle. <laughs> <laughs> 
This is Ugh. this end scene epilogue is is bad in the book. Is it in the movie? I hate both. Yeah. They're they're yeah, they're so, both yeah, terrible. Both bad. Well, it's, it's even worse, want? though, Bill, because in this one, you got the sweet 2011 Bieber haircut on Harry's kid. Oh, Jesus. Ugh, God. What would yeah. you have wanted, Bill, for the for the end? What do you think would have been? Orgy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Machines! Ron in a closet watching Hermione and Harry fuck. <laughs> it's funny. I think Bill and I had the same thought. And it's just like Ron is either dead or like just just somewhere like far away. Meanwhile, Ron, <laughs> Harry and Hermione just create the perfect children. It's Harry to it, continue. It's Harry and Hermione walking their kids to, to the Hogwarts Express, and Ron's on the corner of the street going like, "Ron, Hermione, remember me? Remember me? No. Yeah. Galleon? Even even better. Just." absolutely no explanation ron just isn't there and nobody says anything it's not like it's not acknowledged because honestly who gives a shit no one who gives care. a shit <laughs> and malfoy's with hermione they're like wait what the fuck <laughs> my perfect ending would have been dumbledore roller skating down uh south beach in miami with a lollipop in his mouth <laughs> he booty on. shorts on yeah. Yeah. Booty super tanned <laughs> ricardo it's him and Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> just swing, just the same, same voice. Yep. Uh, <laughs> All right, time for trivia. Um, I think I briefly touched on this last week, but they filmed uh, movies, you know, part one and two simultaneously. Even though the main producer, David Heyman, thought it, it was a bad idea for some stupid reason. So keep this in mind. So the budget of both movies combined was $250 million. Part one made $977 million, and part two made $1.34 billion. Oh, my God. Ah. They made $2 billion. Yes, made over $2 billion. billion. Dollars. Christ. <laughs> this guy wanted to make it all into one. Oh, my God. Wow. Great business mind decision by David Heyman. Yeah. Yeah. Shit. Mm-mm. Jesus. Um, okay, let's see. All right, I said all the other ones, except for this is the last one. What about the jizz? Talk about the jizz. <laughs> <laughs> for our bonus content that we don't have. All right. If you want to watch all these movies in one sitting, it'll take you 18 hours and 20 minutes. That's not bad. Mm. That's yeah. doable. Yeah, yeah you can do until it you one spread day. it out across an entire fucking pandemic, which brings me to this question. Was it worth it, Max? Was it worth it? <laughs> I, I enjoyed myself. Yeah, no, it was These actually good wasn't bad. Mm-hmm. It was pretty good. I needed a month of lethal weapon, like an interlude. Yeah. Palette cleanser. Yeah, next next month we're gonna do a lethal weapon again. <laughs> Just do it again. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're doing it after this, right? <laughs> Tell me we're doing lethal weapon after this. <laughs> <laughs> we're doing the TV show, Tim. Oh, <laughs> Every <God>. episode. <laughs> oh no, oh, that sucked. Jesus oh, Christ. Jesus. Time for questions, and I got a special one to start it off. What fell off first, Voldemort's nose or his penis? Hmm. Definitely Um, his penis. uh, I imagine because he's snake-like that his penis is inverted, so I'm going to go with his nose. Hmm. I think his penis fell off first, and he cut off his nose to replace his penis. A nose penis. To spite his face. Yeah, exactly. A little little Babbitt move there. Yeah, I'm I'm going to go with the penis first, and then... He tried to take that and then shove it up his nose, and that's what caused his nose to fall off. (laughs) 
I think that makes the most sense. Yeah, the, the, the smartest thing I've said all night. It just doesn't get our sayings. You know, you cut off your dick to spite your face. It doesn't work like that. And he took it. <laughs> <laughs> Some things don't translate well. Something like that. Cool. Cool, cool. Okay. All right. Who's your least favorite and uh, favorite in this? Since everybody typically goes for least favorite first. Um, uh, my least favorite. My least favorite was everyone in that end scene, epilogue scene, from uh, Ron's uh, Ron's gut and Ginny's hairdo, uh, uh, Harry's sideburns. Like the only thing that was going well in that was Hermione's coat. Hermione's coat was was really on point. <laughs> otherwise, otherwise, I hated everyone in that end scene. Uh, Do you really think Hermione wasn't going to be fashionable be dressed, Bill? I mean, come on. Of course she's going to be. She's she's the the best character in the franchise by far. Uh, yeah. My so the the funny thing, Bill, is that now since this movie came out ten years ago, they're only like six years away from being that age. Oh God, weird. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're going to look exactly. Just brought the same. our mortality to us, Max. <laughs> oh my God. I just heard Bill's porn deck just switch right there. He's like, well, we're throwing that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, my favorite character, we, we've, we've just been throwing him under the bus the whole time. My favorite character for this movie is going to be Ron. Ron has a real <laughs> redemption here. He's not, he's not absolutely a piece of shit. He thinks of the Basilisk Fang. He thinks of the rumor requirement. And he wasn't actually at any point a detriment to the team. So Ron is my favorite character this time. Fair point. Fair you point. didn't fuck it up. Good job, Ron. <laughs> yeah, basically, I, I love I love that Bill's thing. He's like, well, he didn't fuck things up as usual. Look, so <laughs> since he's usually an F, since he was a D plus this time, that's a good way to go through life. Set <laughs> expectations low, 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 and then just <laughs> just skate above them. Just yeah, just succeed them. Mm-hmm. Huh. My uh, favorite person is without a question, Professor McGonagall, because she she slang dick this whole mo- this whole movie. <laughs> Like she was slinging dick. She sling. She slapped Snape in the face with it. You know what I mean? It was. She was fantastic in this. Um, my least favorite in this is gonna be uh, kind of a shocker. It's Luna. Oh. oh. It was Luna. She was screaming at Harry while he was trying to go do something. And you know what? I don't like it. I didn't like her attitude when she stopped Harry. Aries obviously knows what he's doing, so she should shut the fuck up. I understand what you guys are going to say. She happened to be right. I just still don't want to hear it. <laughs> Tim, Tim, why does it sound like you and Luna are in an imaginary relationship? <laughs> you want to know what, John? Luna can go fuck herself. Oh, boy. Oh boy. She can take the dog and go fuck herself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so my least favorite is going to be... Um, Seamus because well mm-hmm. he's just always just a fucking piddle paddle piece of shit fucking storm on the fucking party every time every fucking movie my mom said this oh you didn't give me a plan even though you're saving fuck you so he sucks <laughs> anyways uh, my favorite however my favorite let me think about this real hard right now now that I'm on the spot <laughs> mm-hmm. now my favorite actually is going to be Harry Potter um, he pulled it off He's perfect. He did it. It's Harry. I don't know what else to say. Ugh. What do you want from me, Max? None. That's cool. I, I don't know what to say. <laughs> uh, you're you're wrong. <laughs> That's the wrong choice. 
your subjective values are wrong. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's going to be like a true uh, American problem. <laughs> exactly, right? Facts don't matter, you nerd. Uh, my least favorite character is Ron. All right. So the reason I'm going to... So Ron's just useless. I'm jealous because he gets to spend his time with Hermione Granger, who's perfect. Um, so yeah, that's really why I don't like him. I just think he's a, <laughs> I think he's terrible. But uh, the person I, I like the most in this is I was having a real debate, but you know, I've already said Hermione once and everyone knows how, how much I adore her. But so I'm going to say, uh, Neville, cause you know why he's just out there just like punching folks. He's out there setting up the resistance, going out about it, you know, cutting snakes heads off, you know, and he gets, he gets the girl at the end, even his, though in the book he marries somebody else, yep, but his, that doesn't matter. His balls yeah, dropped. It's yep. good. Yeah, and his balls dropped exactly. Yeah. I mean, he just, he just went the the bang, Luna. He wasn't going to marry her. I mean, come on. Yeah, <laughs> that's you true. Saw, you saw yeah, that actually. fucking that swag that Nuffle had at the end of the movie. He just stand there. He's like, yeah, yeah. So. yeah exactly. As a seventeen year old, I don't think many of them are thinking about marriage. Well, to be as, a, fair, as but, a seventeen year old yeah. boy, the only word in his mind at that moment that he could hear was <laughs> "mine." <laughs> <laughs> the time is now. <laughs> Where's, I'm uh, a where's oh, that yeah. blonde? You mean Luna? <laughs> yeah. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> exactly. Idiocracy. I'm going to fuck all y'all. <laughs> all right. My uh, least favorite, sticking with the Weasleys, it's going to be Ginny. Um, Ginny. For screaming after she thought Harry died. Because in the book, that's McGonagall, which makes it so much better and more powerful because that's such like a... This, such an uncharacteristic move of McGonagall to do. But in this, it's just a 16-year-old high school girlfriend doing it. It's like, whatever. Yeah. Boo. Yeah, and it'd be his wife, Max. Have some yeah. respect. Yeah, because in, in the <laughs> Wizarding World, everyone marries their first girlfriend in high school. Yeah, apparently. Everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh. All right. And my favorite, which is going to be a low-key one since it's really only a cameo, but it's going to be Slughorn. Because he is literally the only Slytherin who openly fought against the Death Eaters in the entire thing. <laughs> so he's fighting, like, all of his former students. And then, you know, he was the head of Slytherin house. So, like, he loves all these kids. And they're adults. And he's, like, trying to kill them. So, so good on you, true. Slughorn. Yeah. And he's the he's the true an, an, Antifa member. Just killing anti-fascists all over the place. <laughs> But no, yeah. Well, that's another thing I thought it was funny about McGonagall, right? She's like, all slurdering needs to go to the dungeon. Yeah. It was like good discrimination. <laughs> Just every single one of them. You're all out of here. I don't, I don't give. None of you are gonna have the opportunity to redeem yourself. Bad hombres. You're all terrible kids. Get well, out of here. Well, also like, she, it makes it sound so ominous. Send them to the dungeon. Oh, you mean their house? That's that's yeah. They live there. That's where their houses. It's in the dungeons. <laughs> Basically, so to you the send them room, to their rooms. Don't okay. chastise me, you filthy squib. <laughs> Jesus. Last Just time somebody minute. went to the dungeons and was like, oh, go to the dungeon, it was to get mine raped by Snape. So, yeah, it's not. <laughs> it can't be that close. Probably not, not. Not ideal. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. All right. Just so IMDb and Rotten Tomatoes have their own rating systems, we decided to make our own. So what would you rate the Deathly Hallows Part 2? Um, I would give this movie 10 points for Gryffindor over... Over, because it's a fraction. We like fractions on this show. Uh, The serious underlying societal flaws of magical society. I mean, can we talk about the size of Voldemort's army? Look, Voldemort's a bad guy. Clearly evil dude. Good that he's dead. There was like a thousand people there fighting on the side of this Voldemort. 
that's that's some serious problems. Not to mention the fact that they have like all these people who are on their side because they are oppressed by the current magical society. I mean, what the fuck's going on with the house elves? That's a pretty fucked up situation. I don't know what I like. Nothing seems good about this. There's a lot of problems going on with magical society. So that's my rating. I just blacked out. What just happened? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Fantastic rating, Bill. I think that that really sums up the uh, the movie. I'm sorry. Did I give my rating? I wasn't really paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna uh, uh, just go ahead and put this one in here to cleanse my brain. But um, I give this uh, Myrtle's tits out of three quarts of memory ski. <laughs> <laughs> memory ski. Good. <laughs> I'm going to give this a rating of. Why was Hagrid in the woods? <laughs> I think he Why was, was Hagrid in the woods. I, I actually wrote that down. I, I think he was bait, which is really fucked up. Why was he in the woods? Maybe he was in the books. I don't fucking know. All I know is that Harry went to get killed, and Hagrid's there. And I just don't even fucking know. I don't know what's happening. That's my rating. Yeah, he had a, like a uh, a rope tied around his neck. Maybe he's into like some kinky stuff. He did a he did a pretty good job of playing it off too. <laughs> oh, Harry, what are you doing here? <laughs> <laughs> this is why I told you kids not go in the Forbidden Forest. Yeah. <laughs> He's there with Dumbledore's nipple clips. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, these are for you, Harry. Oh my goodness, here. Oh, I'm sorry, <laughs> Harry. No, no, you don't. You can't see this. <laughs> Uh, I'll go, and mine's going to be very simple. Antifa 1, white supremacist 0. <laughs> that's that's my, not even a rating, it's literally a score. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just, I'm just glad the terrible people lost and the still terrible people, but just not apparently openly racist people won. Because, <laughs> God, they still suck. These British people are awful. God. At least we can have victory for the righteous side in fiction. This <laughs> definitely doesn't happen in real life. It's true, man. It's very true. I'm gonna give this one. Neville should have died on that bridge. Out of uh, one last time that I can call Bill a squealing little squib. <laughs> <laughs> Squeal for us, Bill. Squeal, squeal. No, no, thank you. I'd rather not. I said squeal. <laughs> No. My son's here. <laughs> not in front no of boy, the child. My boy cannot see me. Not my son. Please don't degrade me in front of my child. Okay. There's going to be lots of jokes, though, eventually, straight out of Eastbound and Down. Like, let the boy watch. <laughs> <laughs> They're coming for you. One, two, three, apocalypto. Oh that means go. <laughs> um, all right. Any TV or movie recommendations, real quick? Uh,. The Office is really good for when the world's ending. I just started watching that for the first time. What? Really? Which one? Yeah, surprise. Oh, yeah, which one? Yeah. Well, oh, um, American Office. Okay. Apologies. Okay. I like everyone There's... else in, in the world, apparently, have started watching uh, the animated show Avatar, which is now the number one show on Netflix. So I don't really know yes. if it counts as a recommendation to watch the number one show on Netflix, but... That's my recommendation. Is an animated Avatar? It, different. It's yeah. It's it's oh, it's not yeah, Avatar the movie. Yeah. It's uh, completely M. I, it's, different. M. I. made a movie about it. <clears throat> Didn't go well. The movie was terrible. The show. The show is. It's definitely you know. It's made for little kids. So at times it's awfully. Oh. It's it's you know very childish. But it's it's got a surprisingly complex 
plot development and like a lot of really like really lot, uh, complex characters too. It's it's interesting. It's really good. Oh, okay, so this is the Airbender. Yeah, Avatar, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, exactly. yes. not, not yeah. dances with Smurfs. No, okay. no, Airbender. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll jump in after Bill because mine's also a cartoon recommendation, but it's for adults. And it's the Harley Quinn show that's on uh, the DC app. I was talking about before we started. It's fantastic, very R-rated, very funny, very graphic, very enjoyable. Hmm. The DC app. Yeah. So. I mean, we're not getting sponsored for it, but you can do a seven-day trial with the DC app, oh, cool. and um, has like all the DC movies and all like a shit ton of comics on there that you can get for free, and then the Harley Quinn uh, animated shows on there too. Cool, cool. With uh, what's her name? The girl from Big Bang Theory plays Harley Quinn. Uh oh, really? The one that plays Kelly, oh Cuckoo Clock, Kelly, yeah. yeah, Kelly the Cuckoo blonde. or whatever. Oh, yeah. cool. Yeah. She and she's yeah. good Jane in Jane Fonda. <laughs> she's, yeah, she's good. In it. She has she has a good little voice of it, and it's just a lot of the characters are kind of twisted and hilarious. Like um, I was telling Probable too. So like you know the tattooed guy from Law and Order SVU, the white guy, like he plays Gordon, and Gordon is like a fucking shit show on it. It's fucking hilarious. Hmm. It's good. Well, what's cool. good to me. It's yep. a good segue, Max, because my recommendation <laughs> is Law and Order SVU. <laughs> Speaking of. Yeah. No, Chris but I actually have a real recommendation. It's called Unforgotten, and it's on Amazon Prime, and it's a British detective show. Oh. It's fantastic. Is it BBC? It sounds like it's off the fucking Hallmark It's a BBC, channel. Oh, I'm yeah. on board. I love me some BBC oh, detective BBC. stuff. That's always good. <laughs> Hallmark Channel, John. It, it maybe was on there for a season. But <laughs> Tim, you, you gotten into Peaky Blinders, if you're into the British shit? I've watched Peaky Blinders backwards and forwards. Good man. I love you. I love you. Thank you. <laughs> um, so I'll I'll step in now just to help everybody out. Um, <laughs> by well, I don't think by, John and Tim so are done are, groaning and grunting. Uh, yeah, <laughs> so so now now that they've done that. <laughs> yeah, join on in, buddy. Uh, just jump on. into the pile. You don't know. Yeah. 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 So these, so this, it's, there's, there's, it's a out, it's a kind of like an art house movie. And then it had a weird sequel that was kind of attached to it, but it's called Ace Ventura, <laughs> which I watched last night, which was dope as shit. Um, but a serious recommendation, not a series. It's just a movie. It's the King with Timothy Chalamet. Uh, it's like, it's the Henry ad. So like all the Henry, the fifth plays basically, that movie is like it's like two plus hours long, but it was super cool. good, and I very much enjoyed it. So if people like that. That's a good. That's something good to watch. Nice, nice, nice. Okay. Anything else you guys want to cover before we get out of here? No. Yeah, this dick, Max. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, let's focus on that. Cool. So that finally wraps up our Harry Potter movie marathon. If you like the show, please rate and review. Or tell your friends about us. That's even more important. You can also follow us on all the social medias. Or you want to email us at tdbackrow at gmail.com if there's any movies you want us to cover. And uh, that's it for now. We'll probably do a mini episode coming up next. And then we're going to be jumping into another movie franchise here in a week or two. So stay tuned for that. Pucker up, Buttercups. It's coming. Mm-hmm. Here's the hint. It starts with Indiana and it ends in Jones. <laughs> Hold on, us. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Do, wait, do we have to watch the, the last one? Oh, good question. 
No one's allowed to watch that movie. <laughs> Okay, I thought understood. it made it very clear in the movie theater when I watched yes. it in 2006. This is hilarious. Preble was so <laughs> angry. Set forth here declared so written it shall not be stricken from the record. <laughs> <laughs> nothing, nothing like screaming out loud in the actual movie theater. <laughs> no. Treat, treat it like Voldemort's name. Do you mean Indiana Jones and the Crystal? Nobody speaks his name. How dare you speak his name? How do you talk about this film? It does not exist. Well, that answers that. Okay. Yep. Yeah, man. Yep. Yep. All right. Well, deuces, fuckers. <laughs> Max, play what the music. You actually. Up. Oh, sorry. Hold on. Here you go. I don't hear it. I'm actually putting on the the the, uh, the ending of the Star Wars music for this. So. <laughs> oh, perfect. <laughs> <laughs>